0: Hey you! Yeah, you! Thanks for listening to the Gladstone Podcast. If you want to support the show, head on over to iTunes and leave us a review. They really help out. Five stars, four stars, whatever you got, we will take. You can also follow me on Twitter. That's twitter.com forward slash P-I-T-H, P-I-F-T-H. Now that's out of the way, let's go ahead and jump right in because I have got a lot of things to say. We're back. We made it. We made it. We made it through. Uh, it's been two weeks since since we last made the the long pilgrimage from our humble homes out to Gladstown. It's been a bit of. It's been a while. It's it's. Uh, we ran into some technical difficulties. There are uh, so let's break it down. There are good things and there are bad things about my situation. My situation is that I happen to have access. ...to a professional-grade sound studio. That sounds spectacular, right? You would be correct in assuming that. But it has its downsides. Namely, I don't know what 90% of the shit in here does. So, we come to some of the issues. There are days that I can spend in here... ...with every intention of recording a podcast and I can spend upwards of two hours just playing with cables and end up going home not having recorded shit. Another thing that comes up, and this is what happened last week. Everything runs on computers. The sound studio also runs on a computer. Well, I am also a, uh, not a system administrator, but something like that. We were re-imaging the computers for the upcoming semester, and as it turns out, the image is not properly formatted for the sound studio. So, we broke it. We broke it bad. And I didn't know how to fix it, so I had to wait for someone else to come in here and fix it. So now it's back. Now we're here. I spent the last hour and a half fiddling with different cables trying to put things in places such that it would come out just right. And I couldn't quite figure it out. So we're doing it the plain old way, which is still good. It's fine in fact, it's just not quite the way I'd like it. I've got this, I've got this idea in my head. So what I want to do is I want to do all my production right now, right here. As it is, I sit in front of this microphone in the booth, and I do all my talking, all all the talking bits, which is almost all of the podcast. Uh, (laughs) And then, once I'm done, I go out there, outside the booth where the computer is, I do my post-processing, and I also drop in all the sound effects. I don't want to do any of that. I want to record live to hard drive. I want to be able to go through this mixer that's on the desk right here, but for some reason I can't figure out how to use, and I wanna be able to plug my laptop in or my phone in, and I wanna be able to use my soundboard, which I have on both my phone and my laptop, and I actually also have a soundboard on my tablet. My tablet would probably be the best thing for this. But the point is, I have all these options. All I need to do is figure out how to use a mixer, which you would think would be very simple, but it is not. Actually, using the mixer itself is very simple. Getting the mixer to interface correctly with this thing in the wall, which goes over to the little middleman thing, which goes over to the audio interface, which goes into the computer itself, I'm, I've am i lost myself. I have no idea what's going on here. It's very confusing, and there's like three textbooks <laughs> on the desk out there that I'm pretty sure explain every single aspect of this but let's be honest i'm not going to read a fucking textbook it's just not going to happen all right so now that we got all the business out of the way what are we going to talk about today what are we going to talk about i so i was thinking i was thinking about this at lunch actually um i'm a creature of habit i have a tendency to To do certain things the exact same way for a very, very long time. And let me let me sort of illustrate that to you uh, because my day sort of falls out in the exact same format every single day. On weekdays, I get up at 7 a.m., I go downstairs, I put the coffee in the Keurig. I go back upstairs. I take a shower, get out of the shower, come downstairs, get my coffee, sit at my desk, and I'll usually watch some sort of stupid TV show. I don't watch smart TV. I don't watch intense TV. I watch dumb, stupid-ass TV. We're talking Futurama, uh, Family Guy, The Simpsons. It's actually almost exclusively animated TV. (laughs) I watch my morning cartoons. Shut up okay? And I drink my coffee and then it's off to work. Now I park in almost the same exact spot every day. I take the exact same path into the building. And when I go on lunch, I go to the same place almost every single day to the point that the people at Subway actually know my order and they just start making it when I walk in. And this embarrasses me Greatly. But as it, as I've come to notice, and because this embarrassed me, I started to watch other people. Because I wanted to know if I was the only person that was neurotic enough to have the exact same in set-in-stone routine every single day. And it kind of looks like I don't. Like, even to the point of going to the same place for lunch most days, that seems to be a normal thing. Is that a normal thing? Am I stressing over just... Am I stressing and... Not only am I stressing, but I'm also doing an entire bit on my podcast about it over an entirely normal aspect of human life. I... I don't know. (laughs) I just have no idea... I don't know what normal is anymore. <laughs> I've been doing this for so whatever this is, this this small disaster I've created that that I call a life. I've been doing it for so long. I, do, I don't even know what normal is at this point. It's all just a blur. I don't even know what I wanted to talk about. I don't, I don't have any end point for this. I was... Honestly, just thinking aloud to myself, golly gee, I can't help but wonder if other people are this fucking neurotic about absolutely everything they do. (sighs) Who knows? The important thing is that I'm about to go home and I'm going to play World of Warcraft because Battle for Azeroth, Battle for Azeroth, oh my god. It is it is kicking my ass like it like it actually is it it's too good it's too good i have other things to do i have a life i have a job but all i can do is play fucking world of warcraft level my stupid ass night elf druid he's um, the worst part is I'm not even moving that fast. He's only level 117. We're almost a week into... We are a week into the expansion at this point. By the time this goes up, we will be a full week into the expansion. And no, actually, I'm recording this after 6 p.m. So we are now a full week into the expansion. It's it's a serious issue, but... It's just got me. It's got me. I took I took Legion off, and I came back, and... I have a lot of problems with World of Warcraft, and that's kind of why I stopped playing. It was because I had a lot of problems with it. I have design problems with it. I have just general visual problems with it. That's actually the biggest thing, is my general opinion of World of Warcraft tends to be that it's past its prime. It's 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 an old engine. It, it doesn't look as good as it should, and yet they've done something good really amazing with this with this past expansion. They've taken this old crappy engine. I guess it's not crappy. It's venerable. It's an old venerable time-tested engine. (laughs) Venerable in the way PHP is also (laughs) time-tested. But they've taken it and they've flipped it on its head like they're really they're really pushing it to its absolute limit and it's kind of extraordinary like it's been i've been i've been impressed by world of warcraft expansions in the past but i haven't been i haven't been technically blown away like I sort of understood what they could do with the engine and what they were going to do with the engine. And I figured a lot of the game was going to be in its gameplay, which it still is. The gameplay still holds up really well. But they've done something with the art this time around where I'm just really, really enjoying it. And I think a lot of it is the zone. Uh, the zones, is in particular because I'm playing on the Alliance side right now. I know, I know. The horde side is supposed to be really, really cool, and I haven't seen it yet. I don't have a horde. Pl- I don't have a horde character at one ten yet. I'm. I'll do it eventually. I'm. I'm really not in any rush. I'm trying to get ready for raiding. But I'm playing in Kul Tiras, and it's amazing. They've taken this sort of pirate aesthetic, and realized every single aspect of the pirate aesthetic that I like the best. And they've just laid it out for me. That sort of like blue green color palette, the dark browns, and then the huge ships and the sails, and there's just barrels laying around. And oh my god, the clothes, the the clothes on the cultirans are amazing. They they're these big dark jackets with the with the light yellow or silver lining, and these huge buttons, and they're just oh my. God, it's piratey is all hell, and I absolutely adore it. It's the coolest thing, and it makes me want to play, like, a rogue or something and just be a pirate. (laughs) And that's also a new feeling. I've never felt the need to play a rogue before. Not that I'm going to go out and roll a rogue anytime soon. In fact, my next project is going to be a a discipline priest because i got to get those heals in. Resto Druid just isn't doing it for me. I need more heals in my life. So we're gonna play Discipline Priest, which is the least healy heals of all time. So I figured that should go extremely well, right? But the whole the whole thing is just really grabbing me. I'm really enjoying it. I went to I went to Stormsong Valley and I sat through their incredibly subtle old guns storyline. And then I went to Drustvar, and I hunted witches, and I hunted witches, and I hunted witches, and I hunted witches, and then I left. That one wasn't as interesting. (laughs) At least it was a pretty zone, I guess. It was not a particularly interesting zone. It was not a particularly interesting storyline, but it was something. And now I'm in Tiraguard. I left it for last because it looked like it had a lot to do with the Proudmore family, and that's what I was sort of excited about. I wanted to I wanted to see how Jaina's storyline unfolds and I know now we're getting now we're getting super into like the 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 depths of World of Warcraft as if I haven't already lost literally everyone who doesn't play World of Warcraft. But you know what? This is what happens when a new expansion comes out. Get over it. You want to talk about Diablo? Let's talk about Diablo. All right. So Diablo 3 is Coming to the Nintendo Switch. woohoo! I'm actually pretty excited for this. I never really played Diablo 3. I played it a bit on the PlayStation 3 for whatever reason. I never, despite the fact that i played every single Blizzard game ever on PC, this was the one I chose to buy on PlayStation. It doesn't play great on PlayStation. It plays okay. It's not really a console game, but they make it work. They make it work fairly well. So I'm probably also going to pick it up on the Switch and maybe this time just on the merit that it's now like a mobile thing that I can take with me into class or whatever. I'll probably play it a lot more this time and this way I only have to pay one fee instead of the base game and the expansion and the Rise of Necromancer thing and all that. Because I'm not a big Diablo guy. But what I really wanted to talk about was... Let's see. The announcement. So... (laughs) This is what got me. I think I was caught entirely off guard uh, by the Diablo 3 announcement. I didn't it didn't occur to me that Diablo 3 might be coming to the Switch. It was not unforeseeable. In fact, I suppose it's fairly obvious. But at the same time, I feel like if I liked Diablo more, I'd be tremendously disappointed. Uh, if if only because they've spent so much time at this point hiring people for quote unquote unannounced diablo project that you kind of your your mind just kind of goes to diablo 4 right you want your diablo 4 in the same way that i want you know starcraft 3 because for whatever reason i just can't get back into starcraft 2 starcraft remastered fine starcraft 2 no not interested don't want it but alongside that disappointment, I've got another prediction. This is an official prediction and it's, it's gonna be real disappointing to a certain demographic of people if it comes true. But as some of you may be aware, I am a big fan of trolling the Blizzard job boards and sending out my resume Do everything. (laughs) So I happen to notice over the past, let's say, 16 months. 16, 18, maybe 20 months. They've been hiring a lot of people for an unannounced Diablo project. But more importantly, they've also been hiring people who are mobile developers. See where I'm going with this? Because you see, one of the requirements for their mobile developers is that you have shipped at least one AAA game. What does that tell you? Doesn't take a genius to sort of make that connection. I could be totally off base. They could be making totally something completely different. They could be making Starcraft for for the phone, which actually I'd be I'd be pretty okay with that. I, I'd be, yeah, I, I could do that. But I, I think I think it's Diablo. I think the next Diablo release, I think we're gonna get a I think we're still gonna get a big Diablo announcement at BlizzCon BlizzCon. I think that's a general consensus among the community too, and I think that's why they're not so disappointed by Diablo 3 for the Switch. I think people are expecting a big Diablo announcement at BlizzCon. And I'm kinda leaning in the direction that something's coming out for mobile. I personally am very excited for it some of the more hardcore Diablo fans. Maybe... maybe not so much. Kind of like... Uh, kind of like Skyrim for mobile. I know people that are excited for that. I know people that cried <laughs> when when Todd Howard made that announcement. So you could say that people are slightly divided, On mobile as a gaming platform. (laughs) Okay, I don't have a transition for this one. I don't have a transition for most things. I don't write transitions. I just write like stream of consciousness stuff. I like. I have three bullet points. Three bullet points for stuff I wanted to talk about today, and that's that's the whole show. That's it. And the worst part is I actually write show notes. I have. Like meticulously formatted show notes but once I write them down it just got to the point where I cut it down so much that it's literally just three bullet points and I talk about those things sometimes I talk about other things and then we're done and I don't know I should write some transitions because I'm just randomly cutting into random shit that I want to talk about but sue me I I, I don't know what to do do you do you expect professionalism or any level of production quality out of this? If so, go elsewhere. <laughs> movie Pass. All right, Movie Pass. Let me let me fish this bad boy out of my wallet here. It's it's. Uh, oh, oh. Well, that's weird. That's weird. Where, what? Where, where's my movie pass card? Could it be? could it be could it be that that i canceled my movie pass what what heresy no yeah so i canceled my movie pass because movie pass is terrible and let me explain that uh it was great it was great while it lasted i adored movie pass for the time that I spent with it, and boy, howdy, did I spend some time with it. I think I saw something like 78 movies in the past <laughs> 12 months, according to my account metrics, for uh, Regal Cinemas, which is my my my, uh, my theater of choice. So I suppose, I suppose I've actually also seen other movies outside of that, at like AMC and stuff like that, AMC and Regal being really the only two options I have around here. So I've probably seen, boy, we gotta be coming up on a hundred movies in the past year. <laughs> I've spent a lot of time at the movie theater. But if I spend so much time at the movie theater, why would I cancel cancel MoviePass, Joe? You dumb slut. Well, I canceled MoviePass because it's in an increasingly worse place. Like, and I mean increasingly by the day. Uh, let's, let's go ahead and check in on the Helios and Matheson stock price. Yeah. So we've been scraping the bottom of the barrel for a while, and I think we've pretty much hit the bottom of the barrel now. Uh, we are trading closed at three cents today. Now let's go back uh, let's take a look. A month ago. All right. So it is, what's the date today? August 20th. So Google goes back a month to July 23rd. They were trading at $24.45. <laughs> it's been a rough month for, for Helios and Matheson, aka MoviePass. Uh, let's go back six months, shall we? Whew. Oh, boys, oh, oh, you poor things. Oh, you poor things. Six months ago, Wednesday, February 21st, Helios and Matheson was trading at $1,125. Six months later, they are now trading at three cents. What does that tell you? It tells you that holy shit is their business plan not sustainable at all. Not only is it unsustainable, but I I don't even have words for how terrible this is. I've never seen anything like this. And maybe that's just me and my naivete. Like if we go back, if we go back to October 11th of 2017, there was a brief period where it was trading at $8,225 a share. I literally do not even know the percentage loss on that. Because it's just more math than I'm willing to do after eight hours of work. Oh my god, guys. Where did all your money go? And to make matters worse, they have lost $126.6 million in the past quarter. This was their posted earnings. It was a loss of $126.6 million. That's up from a loss of $3 million this time last year. That's a big fucking increase. That's, uh, what is that? It's has got to be, uh, 4,200%, 4,200% increase, right? Is that right? That sounds right. 4,220? Something like that. I don't know. I'm bad at math, um, but it's something, it's something (laughs) that's huge. And on top of that, on top of that, they're being sued, By their shareholders. They have been accused of misleading their shareholders and are being sued. And they're also being sued again because there's a class action lawsuit from the users. Now granted, this one isn't actually as serious and I don't think it'll actually go through. But there is a pretty large contingent of their users that are filing for a class action. None of this bodes well for MoviePass. On top of all of that, in the past week, there have been a gigantic drop-off in subscribers. I was not the only person to drop my subscription. Tons of people. Now, I happened to do it a little bit earlier than everyone else. But if I had waited a little bit longer, it turns out that they were sending out emails after people quit that caused them to re-enroll in the service. And the weird thing about this is it wasn't entirely clear. And I can't remember the exact – let me see if I can bring up the actual email because I did not get it, but obviously it was reported on many, many, many times. Uh, Business Insider is a pain in the ass. Let's try Android Headlines. I'm not a big fan of Android Headlines, but it'll work. Uh, all right, so, yeah, okay. Android Headlines, uh, seven days ago, MoviePass reportedly avoiding cancellations, re-enrolling subscribers, written by John Annen. Uh We are just going to look. Where is the text of... You didn't put the text in here, you idiots. All right, so I can't actually find a decent copy of the email, but the gist of it was that they were resubscribing people. Here we go. All right. We received your confirmation for your new movie pass plan. Some exciting updates are coming in on the first day of your next billing cycle. Your new membership will include up to three standard movies a month for $9.95, and you will also be eligible for $2 to $5 off any additional movie tickets purchased within the billing cycle. We're excited to have you on this journey with us, you're unless supporter. Please note, if you had previously requested cancellation prior to opting in, your opt-in to the new plan will take priority and your new account will not be canceled. <sighs> that is that is some shady <laughs> shit going on right there. That is weird and not normal. And on top of that, now you can only see three, man, three movies a month, and but you do get money off the rest of the movie tickets, whatever. That's not important. People are canceling anyway. So that's really, really bad. <laughs> and then on top of that, shortly after this, they announced that they would be restricting the movies that people could see to six a day. That's not you can see six movies in a day. There are a selection of six from which you can choose one up to three per month. That was a complicated sentence. There are six movies that you can choose from in any given day. You can do that three times in a month. So you th- see three movies total. And it's not good. Uh, They are... Are, it, it's pretty clear the reason for doing this is to limit you seeing blockbuster movies. Uh, let me see if I can't bring up what the movies are for today. Here it is. MoviePass.com movies. This week's movies. Uh, now, bear in mind that these movies are not guaranteed to be playing in any theater anywhere near you. Regardless, these are the ones that are available for today. Mile 22, The Meg, The Miseducation of Cameron Post, We the Animals, Skate Kitchen, Juliet, Naked, and Summer of 84. I've heard of one of those movies. Uh, (laughs) Let's see. Tomorrow you could see Crazy Rich Asians. I know that's doing pretty well. I do want to see The Meg. Uh, yeah, there's not a whole lot on here that looks even remotely good. This this is bad. Well, all right. I, I think I've shit on MoviePass enough. You guys get the picture. Uh, I am no longer a MoviePass subscriber. I'm thinking of switching over to, uh, to the AMC deal, actually. We do have an AMC here. It's a little further away, and it's also $20 a month, but I also see a lot of movies and eh, it's a pretty good deal. And it'll also be around in a year, so that's a nice thing. All right, so don't forget, if you want to find the show, you can find us on anchor.com forward slash Gladstown. That is where the show is hosted. It's where it's posted first. It then shows up on iTunes, Google Play, uh... Apple Music, Spotify, other places for which I've never heard of, da 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 da, da. follow me on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash PithPith, Pith, that's P-I-T-H-P-I-F-T-H. If you want to email the show, you can send your emails to Gladstown at gmail.com, that's Gladstown with two Ds, it's literally right on the podcast image, I can't imagine you can screw it up. That being said, I'm sure it's possible. Thank you for listening. I will be back again next, next week talking further nonsense. Until then, see you all next time.